So I just look through the lens of life as anything that's in my way or that's an issue or challenge or that has me stuck is costing me. Welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm R.B. Robinson. I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, and best-selling author, and author of Speak Up, Get Clients, and your host today for the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, now you might be thinking, what is a million dollar speaker and what is this podcast all about? Well, it's all about how you can become a million dollar speaker, reach millions of people and make millions doing it. And I often have guests on the show. And today I have a very special guest and very special friend and fellow speaker. And her name is Kathleen Ronald. And she is a business grown expert. Yes, unparalleled networker internationally renowned speaker and a corporate trainer. She's an award-winning business consultant and poet and a contributing best-selling author and the founder of Spectacular. Yes, Kathleen has more than 30 years of experience providing custom inspirational keynotes, training seminars, and consultancy to Fortune 500 companies, small businesses, direct sales organizations, and professional associations. She has also appeared on The Doctor Show and The Dr. Phil Show. A dynamo on stage and off stage, a highly sought after business consultant, a marketing genius, a record-breaking sales champion, and a two-time cancer victor, Kathleen tells us like it is with unbashed conviction and contagious enthusiasm. Kathleen was also honored to achieve the President's Lifetime Achievement Award for her volunteer service in October 2016. Kathleen is here today to present, yep, Clutteronomics, how to clean your way to profit, productivity, and peace. So please help me give a warm welcome to Kathleen Ronald. <laughs> All right. Hello, Kathleen. How are you today? Good morning. I'm excited to be here with Good. you today. Good morning. Oh, Good now morning. you brought a nice clicker with you. Well, let me see what this I, is my branded. Let me see what I, <laughs> let me see what I have here. Yeah, even bigger hand. Uh-oh. Oh, now she's loving it. I'm okay. loving it. Well, we are just having a little ball here unexpectedly. So let me get out my big glasses and see who is here on the podcast today. 
All right, Kathleen. Well, you are a lot of fun. And again, um, contagious enthusiasm. So thank you so much for being here today on the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. I am so excited to have you as a guest. So my very first question that I like to ask all my guests because this is the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. And you've been a speaker for how many years? Um, Over 30. I started when I was 10. Yes, (laughs) over 30 years in the public speaking arena. So you know the answer to this. So what can you tell us about what are the characteristics of a million dollar speaker? Well, as you know, Arby, There's a lot of speakers, yes, hundreds of thousands of speakers. And what I have found, very few are million dollar speakers. Very true. Very true. And even if they have a bestseller, sometimes they shouldn't be on stage. (laughs) (laughs) Depending on their level of skill and talent. I agree. I truly believe you've heard the 10,000 hour rule. You know, there's even a book about it. So I feel I've had way over 10,000 hours, but I always am learning and growing and expanding in what I do. There is always, always, always room for improvement. Right. So number one, I think at the depth of it, I think one of the characteristics personally for me, I love people. I love people. I love seeking information and then sharing it. So it's like a seeker and way shower. I just love that. And if you feel that you have a message, a strategy, a story that you feel that you want out into the world, then I believe everyone has an audience. Absolutely. For that. Now, in my song, the characteristics of a million dollar speaker depends on who your audience is. Like if I said that you had to be bubbly and outgoing and effervescent and, you know, funny and comedic. Well, if you're standing in front of a group of engineers. Ah, that's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work. As I found out as a young speaker, when I was in London in front of audience of developers, I literally thought they were going to shoot darts out of their eyes. I came out too brassy, too ballsy, too New York-y, too outrageous. And literally, I caught myself and I stopped talking and I turned around. I did a 180 and I said, I'm sorry. I just realized I should have left half my personality at home. Let me begin again. Oh, my goodness sakes. And so I changed my tone, my cadence how fast I was talking. I changed my adjectives. I got into their world. Got to go. They could hear. So I think the characteristics are really applicable to the audience that you're in front of. Number one, there's that. And then as a million dollar speaker, you have to look at the whole pie. It's not just an end result standing on a stage. It starts at the very beginning of interaction with the person who's hiring you. And one thing that I learned a long time ago, because I trained with Tony Robbins for five years, never, ever, 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 never, did I say never, assume that you know what your client is expecting from you as a million dollar speaker or as hiring you. 
So one of the questions I ask every single time in my pre-show preparedness is how will you, how would you know? How will you know I'm a good speaker? Now that's called the evidence procedure. Mm-hmm. Most people will give you four to six questions or, or they'll give you four to six things that they need. Well, if the audience is engaged, if you're funny, cause they know I'm a comedian, if we get great reviews. So they'll give you four to six things. One gentleman that was the head of the association gave me two pages of bulleted things that he would need to know if I was a million dollar speaker. So thank goodness I didn't assume just because I always get nines and tens and rave reviews that this audience is going to be the same. So I start clean with every audience. Then I look at what they need and I go, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. And then if they get their evidence procedure met, then in their mind, you're a million dollar speaker. So there's pre-show. I want to know their culture. I want to know their vibe. I want to know what's going on in the company. I want to know their keywords. I often do informational interviews by phone, by email. You know, I've gone through their site. I feel as if I'm an employee when I'm stepping on a corporate stage. And that's how I do it on the pre-side. And then there's also... What is your presence when you step on the stage? Mm. To be a million-dollar speaker, everything is vibration. Everything is vibration. I go to a room before I arrive, and I'll be in the room. I pray for the room. I pray for all the attendants that are coming in. I set my intentions for what I want to have happen. And then the next day, the day of show, inspect what you expect. And I do that three times. I worked for um, uh, John Scully, the CEO of Apple and many executives after that. And I learned that lesson, inspect what you expect three times. So a million dollar speaker will go in in the morning and check the air conditioning, meet the staff, check the stage, check your shoes, check the mic, check lighting, check, 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 check. Even for this, I started this morning at eight o'clock going through sound check, light check, stage check, 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 <laughs> check, 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 check. I mean, I love it. 20 minutes. The yeah. same thing applies every time I do anything. I never do. I. Oh, and then I do my power pose by Amy Cuddy. If you're not doing it, it's profound. I got to speak with her. It's two minutes on the hips two minutes above your head, or you can lay back in a chair. But what the power pose does is it resets your, it raises your testosterone and lowers your cortisol. Nice. You never want to go back on a phone. I don't even have my phone here after you do the power pose because it energetically shifts your energy in your body. Sometimes I sage. I mean, there's a lot of things I do. You have your million dollar outfit with your million dollar jewels with your, you know, I mean, everything has to be where you feel energetically magnificent. Beautiful. Bravo. Bravo. Even for sleep, for supplements. Yesterday was Easter. I don't drink. 
But if I did, I wouldn't have drank yesterday because I'm presenting today. Amen to that. Now that is that that too is a million dollar idea. And I don't drink either, but when I did, I would never drink if I had an event. Never drink on site. Never. Oh, hello. That would be a totally different speech if you did. Yeah, that that doesn't even that goes without saying. Just don't. You know. Period. Don't you know, and certainly now that you've done all your pre-work, you're on stage, you know your topic, you're delivering. And then there's the post-work. You know, what are you doing on surveys? How is your follow-up? I personally, after a conference, will book four hours a day for an entire week because you have to have integrity to your word. You have to be your word. You have to be on time. If you've promised something, you must follow up or all your work is for naught. Amen. I think right? it's a big mistake when people step on stage and speak and they don't set time later for follow up and to you know do what they promised that they would do. So let's let's talk yeah. about thank you for all those great yeah. characteristics. Um, let's talk about how you got started in speaking, because you've been speaking for 30 years. But there's a lot of people that are listening that, um, that want to know how to even get started. So tell us how you got started. Well, I, again, I'm a seeker way shower and I was in Mary Kay Cosmetics at the time and I was working for one of their nationals, Carol Anton, and I was creating marketing, you know, the Super Saver Payday special and all these different marketing things, doing your e-zine and doing the Mary Kay. And they wanted us to go to Dallas. And I'm like, well, God forbid you actually sell the product to get to Dallas. So I created an idea. And at the time they had what I didn't, um, it wasn't authentic to me the way they networked, okay. right? It just wasn't. And so you would go to a store, you'd notice somebody's face and you go, oh my gosh, you have beautiful skin. I'm with Mary Kay. I'd love to do a free facial for you. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to hang out in the produce department and compliment people. Right, so right. I created a button that says, I'm so excited to ask me why. Okay. And this little peak and burgundy button I went to her meeting. She gave me 10 minutes and over 30 something years ago, I sold over 340 buttons for a dollar a piece. So wow. I taught the consultants how to wear the button and answer the button. What are you so excited about? So I sold 340. I got my airline ticket to Mary Kay. I took the balance of the thousand dollars, uh, the thousand buttons at the time. And I thought, what am I going to do with these stupid buttons? So I literally pinned them on my entire blazer. My entire blazer was pink and burgundy buttons. I ended up selling 2,000 more buttons than I brought. Now, that was a dollar piece 30-something years ago. So I came home, filled 2,000 more button orders. And then Mary Kay, literally, I went up to Washington to help my parents with the business. And I was booked every single week with Mary Kay directors because they wanted to hear my little marketing talk that went with this. I love it. And then it. it sold to many companies. There's this one. This was Amira Cosmetics. I was their keynote speaker five years in a row. Okay, you got to describe your button for the uh, audio audience. So I see. So the button says, I'm so excited, ask me why. Amira Cosmetics was a natural nail care company. So it was like, oh, what are you so excited about? <gasps> because you, Ash, you have nails like mine, beautiful and natural with no toxins. You could wear it at your show. What are you so excited about? I love my job. And if you would like an extra job, watch what I do and we can talk later. Then I created a button board with your job. Try mine. 
Wow. And you've That's tried the so rest. Now try the best. Now this particular button, you could market this. You've tried the rest. Now try the best. If you do the direct mail campaign for your speaking, you've tried the rest. Now try the best. Wow. So I had created, I don't know, about 15 different marketing products. And that's what I did. When I first got started, they would buy the buttons. And I was making so much money on the buttons. I thought, cool. And then I moved into charging $3 a head. For right? a button? No, $3 a head to attain, uh, attend the seminar I was doing. They would buy a bag of buttons for $10, RV, 32 years ago, because they're marketing. And their marketing dollars come back to them, right? Right, right, right. Deal. And then I thought, well, I need a reason to go back. So I created another button and talked on another topic. And I love it. Princess House Crystal goes, where'd you get that button? Oh, Kathleen Ronald. I got him at a Mary Kay meeting. Princess House Crystal brought me in. And then I've worked with so many MLM and direct sales companies over the years. And then when I worked at Nordstrom's, I was the personal touch manager. So wherever I went, I incorporated my speaking and my buttons. Nordstrom's bought 2,000 buttons that said, I'm so excited, ask me why. And then I trained all the departments how to use the button in their departments to create sales, right? And direct the customers to different things when they were asked about the button. So I had literally the number one department of all of Nordstrom when I managed that division. And so I always do my speaking. I did the store opening. I did the store training, customer service training. Now, when I left Nordstrom, I started um, Nordstromizing companies, if you will. Mm -hmm. So I took the Nordstrom philosophy and how we do customer service on every touch point. And then I incorporated and I ended up doing customer service training for companies and solopreneurs and other things for over 20 years. Wow, that's amazing. So it just kind of all started with this button and that's kind of how it goes. You yeah. don't really, if you have a passion and a purpose, you will find somebody to share that with. Well, it Whether started it with an innovative thought and yes. idea and you and yes. you ran with it. So excellent, yes. it opened yeah. up many doors. You yep. probably had a lot of visibility and you were even famous in that arena. Yes. So now let, let's talk about what you do now, which is clutter, clutteronomics, right? Well, and I have, um, I'm a, um, I'm in, I call, I'm in edutainment, if you will. And I work pe with people primarily in sales and marketing and entrepreneurs okay. and business owners. So I do the fortune is in the follow-up, the seven deadly sins to business networking, grow your net worth by growing your net worth. But my biggest, biggest topic over the last 15 years is clutteronomics, how to clear your way to profits, productivity, and peace. And how that got started is I was working with a company with 90 employees and I did an anonymous survey as their consultant to find out what was going on. They had over 540 issues within the company. I put wow. them in hot, medium, and cold. It took me two years as a business consultant to get sustainable solutions for that. They had 90 employees. And they went from 20 to 30 million during that time. They're now an $80 million company. Now, their growth happens because they're getting rid of the issues and challenges, which is clutter. Right. There's an economics to your clutter. There is a cost to your clutter. And there could be two-legged clutter. 
people that you want to bless and release and let them prosper elsewhere. Yes. There's emotional clutter. There's financial clutter. There's body clutter. So I just look through the lens of life as anything that's in my way or that's an issue or challenge or that has me stuck is costing me. And so it's my job to look at the economics of what that clutter is costing me beyond the physical clutter. I try to clear emotionally every day because if you're in shame and guilt, shame is like a vibration of 20. I think guilt, I forget the two. And then um, uh, shame is 20, guilt's 30 or vice versa. Can you imagine walking into a room with guilt and shame and anger or anything, and you're vibrating so low, it's not going to serve you as a million dollar speaker. So yeah. you must be in a love vibration, not only with yourself, but with everything possible so that that vibration is 500 megahertz. You want to be in that. Nice. When you hit the stage and that everything is vibration, everything is vibration. Nice. All right. So you you mentioned a lot of different clutter, emotional, mental, all of this clutter. What clutter do you find that most speakers have million dollar or otherwise? What kind of clutter in your Mm -hmm. fellow speakers do you think that they kind of have like what is speaking clutter and how does someone get rid of it? Well, I would have to ask the specific speech of the speaker because it's different for everyone. So they have to personally ask the question, what specifically is in my way as a speaker? What specifically do I need to improve on? What specifically do I have in regards to limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs or stories? Because if they have limiting beliefs and stories that will prevent them from standing on that stage. They won't even get there if they don't clear the limiting beliefs and stories. So it depends on the speaker. It could be physical. It could be that they're underfunded and understaffed and they're not delegating. So they can't expand their ministry or their work because they're doing it all themselves. Right, right. You know what I see as a speaker trainer that the speaker clutter is fear is number one. Fear, then, false evidence appearing real, which are your limiting beliefs and your stories. Right. Yeah. I, I have a different meaning for that in my book, which is fatal. It's fatal expectations altering reality, meaning they're so fearful that it, they've changed their outcome. But yes. the other thing that I see is as a result of that fear, often they what they use notes and they anchor, oh. whether it's a PowerPoint, that's still a note. You know, they're just clutched to it and and or notes or they try to memorize. And those are all speaker clutter. Yes, right? yes, 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 absolutely. So let, let's go. Let's talk about I mean, you have got such a you know, such a wide range of of background speaking opportunities, although, you know, I mean, it's in marketing, you're just brilliant at it. But tell us just for fun, because you're all about fun too. 
What was the most fun speaking engagement you've ever done or fun place or just tell us that the most fun you've ever had stepping on a stage? So many, but I, I can't use the word that I typically use because I'm a reverent comedian at times and you got to know your audience and I don't want to upset anybody that might be listening, but of the thousands of times I've been on stage, I would say maybe there's a dozen speaker hmm, situations that everything is in alignment. Everything Mm. is in alignment. Everything from the room, because even the energy of the room, if you have a lower ceiling and you're packed in, then the energy bounces off the wall. If you're in a big, huge place with IMAG screens and it's two foot fields long, it's harder to create the energy in the room to contain it. We're just orchestrating energy. That's what we do. We orchestrate the energy of the room. And the one, I wish I remember the city, it was an admin conference. There was like 400 people. It was a government keynote. And It was one of those times because I was an executive assistant and I know that world. It was like we were passing Kleenex. It was like an hour and a half stand up comedy routine. And we were connected at the hip, crying, laughing. I mean, everything was it was a magical miracle moment. And you will never forget those. Now, certainly there's components outside of your control and, and so that's why, although people might have put you in the million dollar category for me, since I've been to every single presentation I've ever made, like 12, boom. And, it's, and that there's nothing like it when that happens. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And of course, my time with AmeriCosmetics, God bless them. They had me back five of eight years as their keynote speaker. And I'm like, okay, you guys, there's a whole plethora of people that could be helping you and one girl went as um as me at Halloween. Ah. I'm, like, I'm sure everybody there was from Amira Cosmetics. <laughs> I mean, it was so that was really fun. That was I love that group. I just love my groups. Yeah, there's some that I would never go back to um, because they're not. I just do sales and marketing now. Uh-huh. You know, they're my people, and so I don't want to have to curtail my personality um, with. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. I've seen you speak a couple of times, you know, at a couple of women's events. And, and I remember one time when I saw you speak, it's like you weren't even done with your speech and you had people run into the back of the room. Something you said just woo. And the back of the room wasn't even ready. And I mean, it was like amazing, amazing to watch. So excellent. Great job. Well, Kathleen, our time is almost up and I want to make sure that we have time that you can share share with our audience. I know you have a super duper giveaway. Um, so I'd like you to share what you have to give away to our audience today. Well, thank you are so vibrant. I'm just looking at you as well going, oh my gosh. I mean, really, truly, you're walking the walk there. And um, so you can find me at Speaktacular, S-P-E-A-K-T-A-C-U-L-A-R, Speaktacular.com. Give us your name and your email, and we'll be happy to share you. Networking 101. I was known as the networking queen. I have a billion-dollar network. And these are just some tips 
as you step into a room so that you can better your experience when you connect with people. Don't say network. It's too much work. So you're net connecting, you're net fun, you're net sharing. So that's a little bit about what you'll get in your overview. So, and you'll be welcome to our community. So thank you. Beautiful, beautiful. So I encourage all of you to go and grab that. I'll put the uh, link in the show notes. So if you didn't catch that, but how would people get a hold of you, Kathleen, if they just said, you know what, I just, I want to book you as a speaker. Um, I want to know more about your marketing and what you could do to help me or even book me as a speaker. How would they get a hold of you to have a conversation? The best way, I love email. I'm an email girl, Kathleen with a K, K A T H L E E N at speaktacular.com. And you just email me and we'll get on the books. We'll have a discovery call and we'll take it from there. Go from there. Excellent. All right. So, I, again, I encourage all of you to reach out to Kathleen if you want to book her for your corporate event or your event or even a podcast. She's fantastic. And, um, and uh, a lot of fun to have. I've seen her on stage, a lot of fun. All right. So one more important question, Kathleen, and that is, what would you like to leave our listeners with today? Life is short. Life is short. Never give up. Never, never, never give up. And if you have something to share, stand up and share whether it be one person, two people, five people, a thousand people, if you have something to share, the world needs to hear it. So let's go. I'm in my final chapter of this lifetime. Let's go. Let's go. I love it. Let's go. Let's, let's go. go. All right. Let's go. Good job. So again, Kathleen, thank you so much for being on the show today. Let's give Kathleen a big hand. Let's give her a big hand. Excellent. All right. So tune Thank back. You, <laughs> Thank you so much. Tune back in next week. We'll see you uh, all in one more week. And again, Kathleen. Mwah! Thank you so much for being Thank a you. million dollar speaker that you. Thank you for having me. Right. Thank you, RV. You're Blessings. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million dollar speaker.